Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and we're back after a uh, close, tight race for the governorship of Kentucky in our election that happened just on Tuesday. We're back for another great Family Foundation Friday. There are many good things to take from that, and above and beyond all of that, we want to make sure that we are responding biblically. And so we welcome David Walls from the Family Foundation again. David, thanks for joining us. Greg, good to be with you. Yeah, it is. And we have a lot to rejoice over. We do. Uh, mainly because Christ is still on the throne. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But I think the first thing is to give a little bit of fallout, good and bad, from the election as we see it. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, uh, you know, just Greg, as, uh, as you and I talked a lot about the election and some issues related to that, you know, just continue to be so thankful that we... We live in a country, in a nation where we, uh, in a commonwealth where we have the, the freedoms to, to get out and vote. And um, so we did. We had a big election, statewide election. Um, and um, um, if folks are watching this, they probably already heard the news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll run through real quick the, the statewide races. There were some other races on the ballot in different communities. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the big news was is uh, Democratic governor, incumbent governor Andy Bashir was, uh, was reelected for a second term, defeating... Uh, um, our current Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, and we're going to circle back and talk a little bit more about that race. Right. Uh, Russell Coleman uh, was elected uh, to serve as the uh, next Attorney General. So what's interesting, Greg, is uh, you know in the, in the governor's race, of course, we had a Democrat um, governor, won re-election. All the other five races that we're going to talk about, all the other yeah. statewides, went to the Republican candidates. Yes. It, actually, yeah. overwhelmingly. Which so, is what I talked about uh, last week. It right. baffles me a little bit. Right. I, I know it, there's a lot of things in play. It but does. Yes. yes. But uh, excited that uh, uh, Russell Coleman, he's just a, uh, got a great background and experience and a, and a man of integrity. and So he will be our next Attorney General. Uh, Michael Adams was re-elected uh, to be the uh, second term for Secretary of State. Uh, our good friend Allison Ball was uh, has now been elected as auditor. She was uh, was is the state treasurer. Right. So um, excited uh, that is she moving up or down or sideways? Uh, I think that's <laughs> up. up. I think that's so. up. Yeah, important important position, and she's just uh, um, you know strong believer, str rock yes. solid on on important issues, and so she's going to be serving as auditor. Jonathan Shell who um, was elected to be the next agricultural commissioner. You know, he served in the House and just has a, a great uh, pro-life, pro-family record. Mm -hmm. So excited that he's going to be the agricultural commissioner. And then Mark Metcalf has been elected to serve the ne uh, next state treasurer. And as Greg, you already mentioned, you know, we sent out our our uh, Let Us Pray uh, devotional. Encourage folks to, to sign up and get those if you don't. Uh, after the election, you can sign up at KentuckyFamily.org. But mm -hmm. just reminding... We're called to pray for all those in authority. Right. Yeah. So this is an important time for us to be praying for uh, for Andy Bashir and all the yes. the uh, all yeah. those that I just mentioned. You know, um, uh, the Apostle me... Paul in First Timothy yep. encourages ahead. all of us to to be in petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving made for those in kings and those in positions of authority. Yeah. And that's our that's our command as Christians. I I, I read that and I do yeah. that every day. Okay, yeah. and we should because we want to be obedient yeah. to God's word. But I know it says Thanksgiving. That's sometimes difficult, but it doesn't say support. Right. And, and so I think that's yeah. where we've got to be careful not to say, well, we just let them do their thing. Right. And that's part of what I think you've got. We need a specific yeah. prayer. We, we, yes. we need to be yes. praying that they... Um, see the life for one they, thing, and right? Know the Lord right. and yep. love the Lord, right. and seek to honor Him in the policies that they're supporting, right. and to understand what the role of government is to yes. to promote justice, biblical justice, yes, and to punish uh, punish evildoers. And so, our our prayer is that every all the elected officials, all of all yes. those in authority, right. federal, state, local level, yep. uh, would submit to um, 
to God's authority uh, as the positions of authority right. that they have been. They are, they are shepherds that God has placed in positions right. of authority right. to serve their fellow man in the important role of government. So yes. we encourage you. Um, but Greg, I, I really had, as I've kind of reflected on the election and not just here in Kentucky, but some of the other uh, results that we had on Tuesday around the nation, I really have three main uh, takeaways and one bonus that we might get oh, right. to. Yes. So I don't know if that's four. The main one, and this, yeah. is, this is above all my points, as you already said, the important thing is Jesus is still on his throne Amen. and we're, uh, we're thankful for that. Um, but look, here, here's the reality. Point number one. There is no doubt, and we have to be we have to be sober-minded, and we have to be truthful about this. Uh, the reality is, a pro-abortion candidate, Andy Bashir, ran a pro-abortion yes. campaign, yeah. and was re-elected. And honestly, it was somewhat close, but it wasn't even as close as as some of the polls were showing that it was going to be. He won. He won the race. Yes, uh, and that has been multiplied around the nation in the last few election cycles, whether it was some of these ballot initiatives, what happened in Ohio with them with them passing their pro-abortion constitutional amendment. We might talk a little bit about that. Some of the other races, mm-hmm. the reality is, Greg, the culture of death, the pro-abortion forces are on the march. Uh, and there's been a lot of, there's a lot of dynamics that are, that are going into that. But the reality is, since Roe has come down, um, and, and this is, you know, not to get too partisan here, but look, we, we know, broadly speaking, the Republican Party is the pro-life party. Yeah. The Democrat Party right. is the pro-abortion yeah, party. Conservative, liberal, yes. Um, right. uh, Democrats have said, we want to make the abortion issue central to uh, how we're going to yeah. uh, win, win elections. And that's what they've been doing. Not only have they been doing that, they have been putting significant resources right. behind that. Right. If you're here in Kentucky... You saw the ads. You saw Governor Bashir messaged heavily. Planned Parenthood supported him to the tune of millions of dollars, uh, pushing uh, back against pro-life laws that we passed here and pushing back against the pro-life record. And what was of the response? General. We talked about this right. as well. What was the response of the the in this case the Republicans or the conservatives? Right. What was their response? And, to and that? This, they, they backed away from it. Thank you, Greg. This yeah. sets me up for point number okay. two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. we don't engage and fight in the battle, we can't expect to win. Yeah. And unfortunately we have truth on our side. Yeah, Honestly right. we do. And I'm not I'm not here to 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 uh, get into specifics about how any one particular candidate ran the race. Right. But here's what I've seen in Kentucky, whether it be uh, you know the fact that uh, our our amendment two efforts right. to support that got, ago, right? got we got vastly outspent nine or ten to one most of that money coming in from outside of Kentucky. Right. Right. Daniel Cameron got vastly outspent by uh, Governor Bashir. A lot of that money promoting the pro-abortion yeah. side. The reality is, the 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 left is making an issue of promoting abortion and seeking to deceptively. Um, advertise and cause confusion yeah. on what important pro-life laws do. And so the reality is, unfortunately, what we've seen, Greg, is the kind of what I want to call the kind of political consultant class. Some in the even in the Republican Party establishment have said, well, things may not be going our way on the abortion issue. So let's just not talk about yeah. it and let's focus yeah. on other issues. And look, there's some other important issues to focus on. But the reality is, if let's just take Kentucky for example, if you're having millions and millions of dollars of deceiving, really, you know, just downright 
ads that are deceptive about our pro-life laws and what they're doing yep. and seeking to make that a singular issue. If, if, if those running for office aren't uh, fighting back and saying, let's talk about what these lives yeah. do. Let's talk about the extremism yeah. let's of the other... Let's educate the constituency, the, right. the, uh, the voters. We yes. should not be surprised if the, the only thing voters are seeing in ads is the pro-abortion view, that they're going to be influenced to yeah. go vote in that perspective. And so that that's that's the reality. My takeaway is not, look, I... Uh, I think maybe the the needle has moved a little on the on the on the issue since since Roe came down and since these pro life laws went into effect, like mm-hmm. here in Kentucky, mm-hmm. and folks really had to understand that these laws are in effect now. Yes, and yeah. we're thankful for that because lives are still right. being saved here in Kentucky because of those laws. But the reality is, um, I don't think the dynamics have changed all that much. Uh, in terms of, uh, I, I just think what we have seen is so much advertising, the media and everything, mm-hmm. beating the drumbeat. And uh, unfortunately, we haven't, the pro-life movement, and and honestly, the church, there you go. hasn't there stepped you go. up to say, right. no, we are going to fight on the issue of life. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of my one of my big takeaways. Well, on, before on you get election. to three, I want, yeah, yeah. I, I want to yeah. add something to that, because that's where my struggle is, is that... We are called, Proverbs 29, 2 says, when the righteous are in authority, right. the people rejoice. Yeah. But when the wicked are there, they, they cry. Yep. And, and that's a paraphrase, but that's right. that's essentially it. They, they, they hurt. Right. Okay. The only way the righteous get in authority is if people are responsible for teaching right. those truths, teach them. Right. And that's where I think we failed because I had in Amendment 2, and even on this, I had people, because they know what I do, yeah. you know, Ask me, well, d- does that mean that abortion is, is, is completely out the door? And, you know, th- these yeah. kind of questions, I go, where do you think the Lord stands right. on this thing? Yeah. Where does the word stand? Right. Yes, it should be completely out the door. And we're afraid to stand on that yeah. because we have been easily deceived because our teachers and preachers have not stood and taught that. Right. And we must. And if, if people don't like it, they don't have to come back, but that's God's word. Right. And so I just wanted to, I, I'll get off my high no, 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 now, no, no, but we no, need to do that. That's yeah. a good, that's yeah. a good you point. you got a third point uh, there, a, right? That third, third point is that, look, the battle is only going to get tougher. Uh, and, and and that's nationally, and that's talking about here in Kentucky. You know, we're, we're going to be heading into the, to the 2024 long legislative session next year. Um, and one of the things um, that uh, we will, the Family Foundation and, and, and others will be advocating for is, look, we have got to move the ball forward on the, on the pro-life issue and have a bold pro-life agenda and move forward. Yeah. Because in, in the vacuum of not saying anything or saying, well, let's Silence just, let's just consent. keep the status quo, yeah. we're going to continue to hear this drumbeat of, uh, and again, not to go through all the stuff that we talked about in the campaign, you know, exceptions, rape and incest, yeah. all the focus on issues that completely miss the mark about right. um, the, the heart of what the movement to end abortion is about, to save unborn yeah. lives, to come alongside to pregnant lives. women, to save yeah. lives, to, to, to help families, to help marriages, yeah. to provide, uh, you know, the, the help and resources that are needed so that Abortion is not just illegal, it's unthinkable in the hearts and minds. We've got to have a bold agenda moving forward, and um, and we're prepared to be a part of that conversation uh, as we move forward. So those are a couple of my uh, immediate takeaways uh, from Very the good. election. Excellent. Well, and I would I would add one more thing to yeah. that, and if you get to your bonus five, yeah. we'll pick it up next week. But here's the thing. 
um, th there's an issue that precedes this one. Yeah. And it's the one that we have allowed to run amok in our yeah. schools, in our media, in the government, and even in our laws. Yeah. And that is sexual immorality. Yeah. And the church, while they say where they are on that, they won't stand against it if it comes up in a law or if it comes yeah. up in the media. Well, we can't deal with that. We, the, the Bible clearly says that all that know sexually immoral person, right. and I believe those who support that, yeah. you know, will inherit the kingdom. You can't bring about life by promoting the things that bring about death. And sexual immorality is one of the number one things that does that, abortion included. Yeah. LGBTQ agenda. We love them. I've talked with several, a few. I've yeah. counseled a few. Yeah. And the, the thing is, we need to stand firm on that truth in grace and love. Ephesians 6 tells us, yeah. stand firm in the gospel armor. But yeah. verse 12 says, do so as you stand against the evil rulers in the spiritual realm. That's the yeah. spiritual warfare. And in this dark world. Yeah. That's literally, in the Greek, the people that promote the evil agendas. And many of our churches are not doing that. We can still love them, but we do not compromise God's truth on that. Yep. So no, couldn't couldn't agree more. And just to end, and we'll save our bonus maybe okay. for next week, okay. Greg. You know, I come back to same thing after Amendment Two election last year. We've got to disciple the the, uh, the church has to disciple people. We have to be discipling people to have a full biblical worldview on the issue of life, on the issue of marriage, human sexuality, family. Uh, so right. that that's right. So that because one, we know it, it's 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 true and good and right, and as it relates to some of the elections, so people can withstand the deception. The deception. Exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Don't forget to pray for Israel and our culture and our and our world. We're, we're in difficult times now, but we know who's on the throne as we started with. That's right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser immediately following an encounter. And at twelve forty five, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.